0: Good day, good day, good day, everyone. It's Venice Robbins, and you are tuned in to the Venice and Friends podcast. And you guys, I've been really looking forward to this particular conversation for a couple of reasons. Uh, Number one, I have a guest today, and that's Courtney Melbourne. Hey, Courtney. Hello, hello. Hello. I've been looking forward to our conversation, Courtney. (laughs) Yay. Number one, I think you're one of the most really great people I've met in a long time. I mean, I meet a lot of great people, but there's just something really amazing about you, especially amazing. Um, And I love the work that you do. And I feel like more, I want more people to hear about the work you do and something that you're creating and what you're up to in the future. So welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) So glad
1: to be here. Good morning, everyone.
0: Thanks. So I want to get started with just like, you know, people hearing a little bit about who you are, you know, where you're from, the kind of work you do, whatever you'd like to share, and then we'll we'll move on. So tell us about you, yourself. Sure, sure. So
1: I'm Courtney Melbourne. I am a mother of two, a wife of one, a <laughs> mother of Yay! two, and I um, I've been a teacher for the last 15 years. I worked as a general education teacher uh, initially and then I tapped into my passion of working with special needs kids through inclusion and Mm -hmm. I became a special education teacher and this is year 16 in education, so. Uh, It's the first year that I've stepped out of the classroom, and now Mm I am uh, one of the administrators. I am the program compliance coordinator. Mm -hmm. I just work with parents. I still dribble and dabble in the classroom and support where I can, but that's not really my role. Mm -hmm. I just deal with the paperwork, and I work with
0: parents a lot a Mm, lot wow and uh so I'm thinking if you work with parents and you've been well you've been in education for years you probably have a lot of experience and stories and you know I call it wisdom you've garnered about you know children with special needs and and working with parents absolutely Lots of experiences. Yeah. You know, I was, um, we were chatting before our podcast and recording and I was, you know, what I've been really thinking about what would I like to focus on in this conversation? And I think as a starting place, because I'd love for you to come on and do a series at some point of conversations, but, you know, I was thinking like, what is it from your perspective and your experience do you think that every parent of a child you know with special needs or with on the autism spectrum should know specifically in regards to their child and the school system
1: yes sure sure so the first thing you want to um be aware of is that your special needs child is Uh, entitled to an individualized education plan, an individualized education program. And Mm -hmm. so you will meet with the school, you will meet with um, your child. Your child will be assigned a case manager Mm -hmm. and your child's teacher. And so Mm -hmm. what you really want to, uh, as a parent, you wanna make sure that the program is the right fit for your child but in mm-hmm. order to figure that out, you have to really um, see your child for who they are and for what level they are functioning and performing at.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: that's the that's the starter right there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: If you can just get true and real with what your child is capable of doing mm-hmm. and become your child's greatest advocate, Parents, mm-hmm. mothers, and fathers, and grandparents, aunts, and uncles, mm-hmm. are their child's greatest advocate. So, mm-hmm. um, I would just say, be realistic in what mm-hmm. you want your child to accomplish mm-hmm. in school, mm-hmm. and set set help and be a partnership with the school to help set up set up your
0: child for success. Mm-hmm. That's great. I have two questions. One is like, how do, how does one find out where their child is? Like, is there an assessment or like, how would I go about if I, let's say I had a child and that we were new to the process of, you know, identifying where my child would be.
1: Oh, that's a great question. So you would contact the educational diagnostician
0: mm-hmm. and
1: you would request an evaluation.
0: Okay.
1: And they would run they would do depending on what you are requesting, what you are suspecting.
0: Mm-hmm. If you're
1: suspecting an academic need mm-hmm. um or a if you're suspecting a behavioral need, they mm-hmm. can go the cognitive route, they can go the speech communication route, or they can go the behavior route. Or they can mm-hmm. do all three. Nowadays, mm-hmm. they, they do the whole battery, which is really great mm-hmm. because sometimes we just look at one area, we miss something in the other. So now we are doing a whole battery. So wow. that that would be your starting point to contact the
0: mm-hmm.
1: education uh, diagnostician.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, now, see, this is interesting because I, didn't, I had never really thought about how there are different Kind of, I'm going to use the word domains, but that's probably not a really good word. But there's cognitive, there's behavioral, and what's the third one? Communication. Communication. Okay, so can you just say a little bit about what the difference is between the three of those? Yes, yeah, sure, sure. So the cognitive, what what it
1: what it what it is? It it measures mm-hmm. your child's full scale intellectual ability it's mm-hmm. basically basically an iq mm-hmm. and it's broken down into different components like reading writing math mm-hmm. and um even those areas i broken down to mm-hmm. phonological skills um, comprehension math computation mm-hmm. math processing i mean it just goes really deep and it's very um comprehensive too at the mm-hmm. same time so that would be the cognitive piece so that really mm-hmm. addresses the academic deficits mm-hmm. that we might see in a child. Mm-hmm. And then the communication is where we have, you know, all communication um, suspicions or receptive, expressive mm-hmm. or pragmatic wow. language skills deficits. So pragmatic language skills deficits is really uh about like the social skills, having social interactions. And then Got the it. behavioral, well, that's basically a behavior of how mm-hmm. we operate on a daily basis to to various situations.
0: Got it. This is so interesting because I never really thought about, you know, how it's when we say a child with special needs, it's not just like one category. No, no, there's (laughs) so many several different categories. Can you say a little bit about um, when someone says I have a child on the spectrum? Can you just define what that means? Because in the past five years, I've heard that particular term used more versus before, you know, I'll say 20 years ago, or 30 years ago, when I was in school, you know, it was just pretty much autism. So there is yes. a differentiation, I, it seems like, nowadays. Can you say a little bit about that?
1: Yes, definitely. So when someone uses that term, my child is on the spectrum, it mm-hmm. definitely is still under the autism umbrella. Mm-hmm. But there's different levels. There's there's a, a range. You have,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, from one end of the spectrum, is the high-functioning, where mm-hmm. it's almost like you can't even – you wouldn't even suspect that this child or this person or this mm-hmm. adult would mm-hmm. be autistic and then you have the low function and that's where the cognitive you know is mm-hmm. really low and then you could mm-hmm. tell by the way they interact or mm-hmm. or their nonverbal skills or this and so in that range you'll see different characteristics from mild to severe mm-hmm. it's, I kind of like I liken it to the idea of hearing loss. That's very relatable mm-hmm. for me. You have mm-hmm. severe hearing loss mm-hmm. or you have mild hearing loss. It's just, it's, it's a range. So when someone says on the spectrum, mm-hmm. they're talking about on that autism range. And if you mm-hmm. really wanted to know what that meant, you would ask the question, oh, okay, so w- where on
0: the spectrum are they? Got and it. Give you a, a clearer picture. Wow. Uh, Well, I really appreciate this conversation. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) yes. I've been wondering about like, you know, just don't ever have the opportunity to like ask, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So thank you. Now I I was also wondering about in terms of, you know, you were talking about how the parents are the greatest advocate for their children and also the family. And it really got me thinking about, you know, I, I don't have a child with special needs and i but i if i imagine like what it might be like for me i think it would be like where do i start and how do i really be an advocate for my child yes. you know what yes. i mean yes yes definitely yeah depending on where they are in terms of their needs right uh, but can you just speak to that from your perspective and i know you've worked with a lot of parents you know yes
1: most definitely.
0: Um, Anybody
1: who works in special education truly mm-hmm. should be your your point of contact. So when mm-hmm. you're at your school and you just are just starting out, you just don't even know where to begin. Your child has just been identified and you're new to this whole world. I would say find that one person that you feel a connection to, whether it's your educational diagnostician, whether mm-hmm. it's your campus compliance coordinator, that's what I am, whether it's the special ed teacher or the case manager, Mm -hmm. they are going to point you in the right direction of all the resources that, you know, the district offers. And I mean, there's so much support within the school system. Mm -hmm. It's just a little, it's, it's not difficult or it's not, um, it's not really that difficult to find the resources within the school setting if they are um, just playing and publicizing the information on their website. Mm -hmm. There's special education department. I know for the school school district that I work in, we have a whole page dedicated around special education. And so you definitely Mm -hmm. want to find that one person. Really, it's really it goes to building that relationship because you have mm-hmm. to be able to trust, be vulnerable, trust, mm-hmm. and know that you're in a partnership with somebody that wants the best for your child.
0: Mm, that's great. That's awesome. Do you <laughs> do you recommend or are you aware of like parent support groups and advocacy groups that I know you're based in Texas, but are there like Generally speaking, in the United States, groups where people can get connected, the parents yeah, sure. specifically? Yes,
1: uh, there's definitely national group, but I don't really operate out of that because, you know, you mm-hmm. really want to get specific to where your your, your local is. So you want to mm-hmm. find, like, for, I'm in Texas, I'm in mm-hmm. the Sugarland Sugar Richmond area, so we have the mm-hmm. Fort Finn ARC and that's A-R-C, and mm-hmm. they are everywhere, so if you just Google, look it up, the ARC mm-hmm. is great, a great starting point, um, I hope for three is also another one, I okay. um, autism, hope,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there's so many great resources out there and there's just there's a host online Mm -hmm. as well but I know that that can get overwhelming so you really want to reach out to your to that one person to that Mm -hmm. case manager or to someone in that school system to point you in a direction of you know support groups it's really important Mm -hmm. like if we have students on the autism spectrum Mm -hmm. we really need to get them involved in social social groups so that they can you know harness those social skills because that's one of the greatest areas that they need support in so Mm -hmm. you definitely want to find groups some are free and some are are of a fee but Uh even the free the free ones are amazing i've seen great results
0: from that wow that's great such a wealth of knowledge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome well what i'll do is i'll um i'm gonna put courtney's facebook page link uh for those who of you who are listening uh please uh check out her page now of course she's just starting and i do want you to share as we're gonna close just a little bit about what your vision is you're kind of starting something and i think there's something in the future like a, a vision you have about what you're creating in terms of your social presence um, but you guys follow Courtney I'm gonna put the link in the comments and then I'll also put she referenced three specific uh, resources I'll get the links and put them as well in the comments for this episode but Courtney share a little bit about what your vision is sure sure so I do a have a
1: yes I, I do have a small business Facebook page And my vision is to truly be a consultant, an advocate, an educator of all things uh, in the special education world for parents, for families, for just to to raise awareness and Mm. to equip and empower, Mm. you know, everyone with the right tools. I just really, truly want to help parents that are brand new parents that are just a little confused parents that are Mm -hmm. struggling there's so many resources and truly and honestly parents as the number one advocate for their child Mm -hmm. should also be the most equipped and I'm just here to help Mm -hmm. help that
0: I love that Courtney <laughs> yes, as a number one advocate should be equipped. I love that. And I I'm so inspired by your vision and I'm just really great. Like I get to be a part of it, like seeing it's yes. inception, it and it's just super exciting. And I know that, your voice is going to really impact, you know, families and children, and it's just going to be amazing. So, thanks for taking thank the time to pop on in and have a thank conversation. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yes, thank Anything you so much. You- oh, you're welcome. Anything else you want to say before we go? Um, just thank you so much
1: for listening to this podcast, and just stay kind, everyone. Yeah. stay kind. Amen, sister.
0: <laughs> awesome. We'll have a great day, Courtney, and we'll connect soon. We'll have you back, okay? Sure thing. Okay, thank you <laughs> Please. No, there's <thank> <laughs> no, really like three other conversations I want to have around this particular topic. So until we meet again along the pot in the podcast world, yay!
1: can I- I we'll meet again. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Okay, bye. <laughs>